0: Hey there, Donna Ashton here and listen, I get you. You're already busy with a full calendar and trying to squeeze in some inspiration and learning here. So I won't waste your time or bring fluffy crap you can't use. I'm here to help you design a simplified business you can scale and help you work less and make more. This show is for high achieving coaches and experts who want strategies to unlock the next level in their business and create days that allow creative time and space for family, all while increasing revenue. Let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Work Less Make More podcast. Um, I just want to dive in today, and we are going to be talking about bees. <laughs> so I know this is kind of weird, and you're like, what does that have to do with simplifying with working less or making more, but hear me out. So I was doing some research. I don't know why I started saying, like, I don't want you to be the worker bee in your business. I want you to be the queen bee. So that's really what the theme of this podcast is about. And I did some research and it was really interesting. You know, it just a concept that came to me And, um, when I did the research, I was like, oh, there were some other things. So I just want to read this to you. So worker honeybees are the largest population within a colony and worker bees are entirely female. I guess they have the drones and those are the males, but the worker bees are the female and they are unable to produce fertilized eggs. So the workers are essentially members of the honeybee colonies, and they forage for pollen and nectar. They're the ones flying around doing all of the work, right? They get the nectar and they go onto the trees and the flowers and sometimes fly you know, half a mile, or I'm not sure how far they fly, but they can go all around. And then they also tend to the queens and the drones, they feed the larva, they ventilate the hive, defend the nest if other predators come around and perform other tasks to preserve their survival of the colony. So when I was reading this, I'm like, this just seems like a business entrepreneur mom. (laughs) That's what it sounded like to me. All these little moms, right, who are busy taking care of their business, doing all of the things, feeding their babies, taking care of their husbands, you know, um, going out and getting food when needed, running the business, and just doing all of the things. And then I saw this, The average lifespan of worker bees is approximately six weeks. So I was like, okay. So the drones are only there to fertilize the queen and they, I guess that is their only job and they live a short time. Now, if we look at that and think about the worker bee and what they're doing, and now let's look at what the queens do, right? The queen, there's one queen to a colony. And queens are only members of a colony. They're the only ones able to lay fertilized eggs. An egg laying queen is important in establishing a strong honeybee colony and is capable of producing up to 2000 eggs within a single day. Now that is some serious leverage there. (laughs) That's getting the work done quickly. She's capable of living up to five years but only maybe um, producing eggs for two to three years. So the queen is the one that everyone is, is serving, right? The drones are fertilizing, the workers are bringing food and taking care of her young. I mean, she is, her only job is to lay the eggs and that's what keeps the colony together, right? She's like the leader She's the CEO of the colony, you guys. She's the one who is is leading the way. She's the one who is the visionary for the colony if they have to move to a different place. She is the one deciding how many, you know, babies should be, eggs are laid. And, you know, it's all about her. And she makes those big decisions, but she is not the one who is feeding the, the babies and taking care of all of that, like she has the worker bees. And I, I mean, I, I think we already kind of know that, right? If you know anything at all about bees. But what really spoke to me was their lifespan. And I thought so much about the parallels between worker bees and you know, women in business who are hustling and doing all of the things right? These worker bees live about six weeks. And why? Because they're probably just run out of energy and just like burn themselves out, right? Like that's what they're there to do. And then there's another one to take its place, right? The queen bee is harder to replace who, and is around for years in the colony leading and doing all of the things to keep the, you know, the hive together, and, and all of that. So I just, it was not really comical, but I was kind of like, wow, I had no idea that the difference in the time that these two bees will live, I'm just picturing this queen bee sitting on her little throne and all of the worker bees are bringing her the pollen and they're making all the honey and feeding her <laughs> while she eats her bonbons and sits around all day with her drones, whatever. But seriously, I think this is a really good um, comparison into how we may Run our business, or how you may be currently running your business. I don't want you to be the worker bee. And I think what happens is that we only know what we know. And as we try to build our business, you know, we're just bootstrapping it and we're just kind of hoofing along with, you know, the best that we know. And maybe we get some advice here and there and we try different things to see what's working. And we don't really know where it's all going. And this is just from experience of running two businesses, really more than that, three businesses, but two online businesses and having like, sometimes we start here and we have no idea where it's going to end up. And then looking back, we can see that all of the things that we have done and all the things we have learned has got us to this point. But what happens when we get to that point is you're still a worker bee right? You're not, you don't suddenly become a queen because you make a certain amount of money or, um, you know, are in business a certain amount of years or, or whatever. Um, you've got to promote yourself to becoming the queen. And I want you to become the queen of your business and really fill that role as the queen and CEO of your business. And it's, it's impossible to do this if you are the worker bee, I mean, there's just no way around it. And um, I know there are probably things out there. I'm thinking of books right now that are similar to going about this. Think of uh, the E-Myth revised, um, and it has nothing to do with bees, but I'm thinking about, and it's been years since I've read that now, where, you know, um, he talks about Um, you know, being the worker versus the manager or the owner of the business and running the business, right? There's a difference between working in the business and working on the business. And I think many times people come into their business, like I'm a really good graphic designer. So I'm going to start a graphic design business. I'm a really good Um, you know, listener or life coach. So I'm going to run a life coach business or I'm really good at working out and losing weight. So I'm going to start a health coach business or whatever. And once they get going with that, they realize that not only do they have to have the skills of, you know, the health coach or the late weight loss or the graphic design, but they have to know how to run a business. They have to market, they have to get clients, they have to have the vision and ideas to move their business forward. And that's a separate skill set, right? That's something totally different. You can be a great graphic designer, but not know anything about running a business or how to market your business. If you just know you're you're really an expert at this. So somewhere along the way, you start to develop some CEO skills or managing skills or that sort of um, you know owner type skills, the, the queen bee. But if you're still busy doing all of the things as the worker bee, there's just no way you can, you can't fill both roles. It's just too hard. And though we do for a while try that, <laughs> we're mostly in worker bee mode because we are still, you know, out there doing all the hustle on social media and networking, trying to get clients, talking to people on the phone, then signing people up and then doing the onboarding and then actually delivering the coaching or the projects or the graphic design designs, like you're actually doing the work. And it's really hard to step back and be that queen bee that you need to be to take a look and see what's working in your business, what's not working in your business. What do you need to do next? How do we streamline? How do we make things run better in this hive? If you're just running around like, you know, the doggy paddling to try to stay, you know, you keep your head above water. Um, It's really hard to do that. So, and even if you're not like totally burnt out and like totally filled in your, with your client roster or whatever, you still could be in this hustle worker bee mode. And I think that, you know, there are different phases of business. And of course, in the beginning, this is sort of a necessary thing to do. You don't just start your business Usually, unless you have a lot of cash flow, you know, just hiring assistants and just sitting around waiting for the clients to come in, you know, because you've hired a marketing firm to, to find clients and all of that. Like it comes later on when you can't, you know, when you, you can't grow anymore, when you get to this place where what you were doing is no longer serving you. And that's really where I'm talking about right now, when you kind of get to that place of. Um, I can't continue to move forward. Like what I've been doing got me here. It got me to this six figure mark or close to six figures or right over six figures. But if I want to scale up to a quarter of a million, half a million, a million dollars in business, I have to do things different. I have to shift from the worker bee into that queen bee role so that I am not just working in the business. I have to be you know, working on the business, planning the business, being that CEO of the business that moves it forward and makes those big decisions and those visionary creative um, projects and really makes a huge difference. So while the worker bee makes a difference. And I'm sure each one is very valued, going and getting the nectar and bringing it back, the pollen and all of that. Look at what I just read here. A a, um, queen is able to produce 2000 eggs within a single day. Like she is really, you know, got it going on and she can really make a dent and really make a difference Within the whole hive, whereas the worker bee, one little worker bee is not going to make any difference, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, even though she's they're all contributing, of course, but they're not going to be moving the hive to a different place. They're not going to be deciding they need more drones all of a sudden and to lay eggs because they're threatened or whatever. And I'm, I apologize for anyone who's really um, like a beekeeper because I don't know that much about bees, but. Hopefully you're getting my point here. The bee, the queen bee, is the you know is steering the ship, right? She's the one who's deciding how things are going, what's necessary, and um, and you need to do that as well in your business. And if you um, are the worker bee, it's really hard to do this. Maybe you grab you know a, a week <laughs> um, around the new year to try to make decisions for your business for the upcoming year, but then you find yourself, you know, three months in and you're still just doing the grind and you forgot all about those things that you were supposed to be doing because you have no time or energy left uh, in order to, you know, to do it. So there are some things you can do and I'm going to be going through some of these things in upcoming episodes. Um, Grab the emyth revisit. Revisited and um, the E-Myth is a great book if you have never read it to kind of start, you know, giving you a little bit of, um, you know, I remember when I read this and it was years ago. I mean, I when I'm trying to think when it was, I don't even remember when it was maybe like 2012 or something like that. Someone gave me that book and I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> wow, I, I really need it. Like at the time I was kind of a worker bee, you know, just doing the thing. But um, then I realized that there is a position that I would rather be in. And that is like, I am a visionary. So being the CEO and and having the ideas, I was kind of doing both. And it's, it's hard to do that. So that's a great resource um, for you there. If you haven't already read that, I would recommend, I'm sure there are other books out there. Um, But Right here, I just want you to you know, decide now if you want to finally move from being worker bee into queen bee, because it's a decision we make. And I know it's not easy. You're not gonna turn your whole business over in one day, but there are some little things that you can start to do to move yourself in the right direction and like I said, we're going to be, I'm going to be talking about more of this in upcoming episodes, but I just wanted to give you um, sort of the preface of behind this. And I love this whole worker bee, queen bee um, analogy or whatever. So um, if you're feeling like you are the, the worker bee um, and you want to move into queen bee role, then, you know, it's time to kind of say, okay, now what do I really need to do? You can listen to last week's episode if you missed it about um, uh, taming the chaos and turning the chaos into calm or something. And I did give some instructions on like how to take a look at where you are right now, like assessing where you currently are, what is the big problem? And then we're going to move forward with several of the next episodes in uh, ways to streamline, ways to start stepping into that queen bee role so that you can enjoy running your business. I think, again, there's a time and place to be the worker bee, but then when you get to a certain place, you're going to be stuck if you don't get out of your own way. And a worker bee can't be a queen bee just because like you've got to really fully step into that queen bee role and get the support that you need in order to do that and put things in place. You can't just decide, I mean, that's the first step, but then there are the other things that you have to do. You have to make some changes. And even if it starts with small tweaks and small changes, like I talked about in the previous episode, you're moving in the right direction. So um, think about that queen bee when you're like tired and hustling and you've had a long day. And then, um, you know, just think of yourself as like, here I am as worker bee, but what could I be? Like, let's play, like, imagine if, imagine if you were the queen bee. And let's just do this quick little exercise. Uh, What would it look like in your business if you were the queen bee? What would you be doing every day? What wouldn't you be doing? Maybe that's easier to start with that. What do you absolutely despise doing and know you should not be doing anymore? Whether it's spending hours on Canva to create a PDF or a logo that you know that you could hand off to someone or, um, you know, going up to four networking events each week and and being away from your family, um, what? You Are you really like ready to say, I don't think I need to be doing this anymore. I need to be stepping into my queen bee role. So take a few minutes here and think about what your business would look like. What would it like? What would it look like day to day? I mean, it's nice to say, oh, I'm going to be the queen bee and, and I'm going to have a team and I'm going to, you know, make. $300,000 and I'm only going to, you know, work a couple of days a week, but what, what will that really look like? Dig into what would those three days look like? What would you do? Would you have a team meeting on Monday morning? Would you have time for, um, working in the garden one day? Like you can really plan out your week. And I think this is really fun as an exercise, but also as a um, I don't wanna say a goal, but sort of a, hey, this is like an alternate reality that it, that could actually happen. Like it doesn't need to be some far-fetched thing. This could actually happen and it could happen in the next few months for you. If you you know take the necessary steps to start shifting things over, Handing things off to the other worker bees so that you can step into that role as Queen Bee. Some, sometimes we have to just think, you know, what is possible for me? What would be possible for my business if I had an entire day to just sit there and journal and think about what I would love to do with this business, how I would love to serve my clients, and how could I serve them at a higher level? I think when we're in that worker bee mode, you can't think. You can't think about like the bigger and better and more, not more, but like the next phase or level of your business. And it's like you are stuck in this little place over here and you can't even imagine what's possible for your business because you don't have the, the space and the creative energy in order to do that. But once you free up some time, I'm telling you, this is worth more than anything to have this creative time in your business to really just decide, to brainstorm, to be creative, and to really think about where you want this business to go, what you truly want in your soul and your heart. And it's really hard to do that when you are, you know, on the phone calls all day and and doing all of the things. It's, it doesn't work. You're, You're, it's like, you're in a different vibration. So getting yourself into that beautiful space and and having the time to devote to yourself and your business is truly a gift that a queen bee um, should have. So I'm gonna leave this here. I want you to think about what you would like your role as as your um, queen bee to look like and what you would like to drop. And um, catch me next week as we move forward with this. And we talk more about how we can start moving things forward for you to, um, have that queen bee lifestyle and, and life and business. So, okay. I hope you enjoyed it. I will see you next time. Is your dream of working less a bit closer now after that episode, I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and show you that this is easier than you think. If you're ready to shift into an empowered lifestyle with a course or program, I invite you to apply for courses for coaches and receive my behind-the-scenes training. Check the show notes for all the links at Donnaashton.com forward slash podcast and subscribe to get new episodes each Thursday. We love reviews, so show some love for your favorite and help spread the work less, make more way of life.